The Israel-Hamas conflict has continued to dominate the headlines this week and, of course, we were covering it again on Monday night's programme. And unfortunately, we will probably be covering it for many more Monday nights. As the death toll rises on both sides, a humanitarian crisis is fast developing. One stat that really stopped me in my tracks this week was that there are over 50,000 pregnant women currently in Gaza. And the challenges facing those women is something I wanted to look into on the podcast this week. So I'm delighted to say I am joined and I'm very grateful to say I am joined from Ramallah in the West Bank uh, by Sarida Hossein Sabah, who is a gender and advocacy specialist with the charity ActionAid. Sarida, you're very welcome. Thank you. Talk to us about Gaza right now. We're obviously, our screens are full of it. It's, uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of pictures of uh, some very young children who are being caught up uh, in all of this. And that statistic I mentioned there, 50,000 pregnant women uh, currently in Gaza. Can you talk to us about the fact that the, the, the how young the population is in Gaza and how that complicates it in terms of the fact that so many of those young women will be pregnant, so many of them will have very young children? The Palestinian population in general is a youth one. Uh, we have uh, in the statistics uh, every year that uh, are uh, sent out by the General Bureau of Statistics, uh, it's like 50, 50 something, 49 are youth. Uh, so it's a youth population in general. Uh, in Gaza as well, uh, I'm talking about the Palestinian population in general, so in Gaza as well, uh, these women are, uh, are, yes, are among this young population until like 36, maybe uh, 37 years old. The, so it's, a, it's in an age where fertility is high. With what's happening there now, I mean, obviously, the, 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 a, major, a major worry and a major concern is that you will be killed or injured in the conflict. But apart from that, there are a lot more issues, a lot more threats to these women in this situation. Can you talk to me about what you what you're most worried about for these for these young women? Yes, these women have to run from place to place. Uh, they left their houses, many, many of them. They left their houses. Uh, many of them have left their place where they uh, seek, uh, seek uh, to be re- uh, uh, sheltered twice, maybe three times. They are running from place to place three, four times. They are pregnant. They are very worried because they have also small children. Uh, they, uh, when, when they are all sheltered in one place, the food and the water is given the priority for the children. So, and for them, but mainly for the children. So malnutrition might uh, start. Uh, they will not be, uh, um, you know, having the nutrients and the food that they need uh, as pregnant for the minerals and the follow-up and the things as any pregnant woman a woman will, will need. And, um, as long as she is pregnant, then uh, she will be carrying the uh, the clothes of the little uh, born that will come soon. So it's not only being worried about the clothes and the well-being of those who are already with her, it's also of somebody that will come. Uh, mentally, it's very... It's, um, it's very worrying to to know how, where no, is she going to be to give light to, to 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 give birth. This is one thing. When she gives birth, then it is a clean place. Is it a safe place? 
Uh, how is she going to breastfeed and she's not eating and she's not drinking water? Because the, drink, the, the drinkable water is now a very, uh, it's very uh, problematic right now and is not found. Uh, you know that uh, um, breastfeeding um, a woman needs liquids. So there is no water, there is no liquids. So it's malnutrition for her, for the children. And then the safeguarding of, of this little born that will be carried, as we see already on TV, many newly born babies are being carried when they go from place to place. So this is a catastrophe. It is. And I think a lot of people would have seen images of newborn babies in incubators in hospitals where we were hearing that the power was about to run out. Yes, this is what the physicians are telling us and the medical staff are telling us that uh, you cannot cut the electricity. We have people that uh, that really need. And then one of these among this group of people that that will have uh, uh, injured their life is the newborn that are in the in the incubators who who were born with some problems. Uh, the same as people with them uh, who have to do the uh, dialysis di daily uh, daily basis or uh, uh, twice a week. They they need all these machines uh, to be operated. What is the situation with water on the ground in Gaza? From what you can gather at this point, what I know is that they are already. Drinking from the sea that is bad, is dirty, and is not healthy. Some families have said that they are using this water for other things. Others uh, are sharing the little water that they have. A direct message from a person under the stairs of a building that is hiding there told me that we have little water and we are sharing it among our uh, uh, ourselves and the priorities for the children and the adults until we are no longer able and capable to, to take it anymore, we drink a little bit. So my information now is that this is a very a big problem until now. I hope this is true, that there are water and can be distributed to everybody because every time we connect with somebody there, they told they, they, the, one of the things they talk is about water. What about um, waterborne diseases? This will be a very big problem. You know, in the UNRWA school, for example, thousands of people uh, uh, seek sh uh, shelter. And uh, when the camera enters in the rooms, in the classrooms, where, where families are there, uh, they said that one of, the, one of the main concerns is the results of poor hygiene because there is no water. They are not washing themselves. And when they go, they are, okay, the, the bathrooms are not anymore usable. Uh, it's thousands of people in a school. You can imagine how many bathrooms the school will have. The, these schools are not equipped, but only for the students during the day. So uh, there is a lot of, uh, of risk of getting contaminated and, uh, and having extra burden uh, responsibilities for the families to to go and seek for extra not planned medication in this in, in this time. I know it's been reported that over five thousand women are due to give birth in Gaza in the next month, like eminent, eminently about to give birth. What are you hearing about? What kind of medical support those would those women have? Uh, I expect that some will not have any um, any opportunity to get into a clinic. One of the partners, their clinic was bombarded in Rafah, by the way. 
and this clinic was provided a lot of uh, of services for women and for everybody but especially for women so i think that i expect that some women will have somebody helping her giving a birth and it she will be giving birth in in the shelter where she is and they will manage like all times so uh, our people in gaza are being pushed to 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 start reusing all times uh, tools all times uh, mechanisms and methods to survive some of them will not be able at all to get to a clinic or a hospital others who will be able to get to a hospital uh, with the only hope that they will not cut the electricity she will be able to give birth but i expect that immediately she will be uh, converted in outpa- uh, outpatient because they will not keep her for the time that she needs to rest because there are more impo- not more urgent cases that will come into the hospital or like or the clinic so they might be give birth and then run and uh, to the shelters again to the places where they are again so i don't think that any of them will be able to give birth rest and see the baby and as if in normal times at all i honestly cannot imagine the stress that these women are going through yes uh, the worry about facing into that you know such a a big moment in their lives and their family and yes. and not knowing where or how we are worried about we all have to take care of our mental health and this woman will have like triple and more than than three than triple uh, worries on their hands on, on their heads because of being worried about the the the, the new board that is coming plus like everybody in in Gaza plus she's a mother already some of them are already mothers and the worst will be when she is you know every woman when she is pregnant for the first time and she will have the the the, the child for the first time in in normal times in normal uh, circumstances she's worried and she's is the first time that she's pregnant first time to have a baby she's the first time to bre- to to best bre- feed so it's it's really worrying it's really bad uh, uh, we will need a lot of uh, intervention mental health intervention for all the, for all of them but um, at the same time um, a lot of them if if not all of them have the support of the family families are surrounding each other families are embracing each other our neighbors become families like my friend they they left their house go to the house of the friends then go to the neighbors then they and the neighbors went to the house of a third neighbor and then all of them like 40 something of them now are together in a place so neighbors become like families and they support each other this is uh, this is the 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 little light that we have that pregnant women will have people surrounding them and their families and their neighbors and people who are concerned a pregnant woman a woman is always a, a person to to take care of and to you know to give to give her extra care and this is what will happen is happening and is uh, is there um an acknowledgement from from the authorities that they, this these are you know these people require extra help and and is there any special provision being made for women in this condition right now it is by the community by the society by the medical medical staff yes but in practice they are making the most that they can for this pregnant woman but what they are now in hands of and busy and facing 
is all these injured people that are brought to the hospital because they were under the rubbers after they bombarded their houses. So they are dealing with the most, most urgent things. Although they have it and they know, and I'm sure that they, 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 they do, you know, present any and provide any service that they will need. But this is the most, but they are not the most pressing need right now. Can I ask you before I leave you go, uh, Sereda, how are you? I mean, the people like yourself working in NGOs on the ground there, it's a very, very difficult time. It is a very difficult time. It is a time where we cannot stop a minute and wonder why the international community is hypocrite, why the international community uh, that believe in democracy and the human rights is not doing what they do. Uh, it's not easy. We are running. We are all supporting each other. Uh, it's um, it's something that uh, uh, consumes you, consumes you in from one time to the other. But uh, it's um, it's whether you stand up, you look in front, and you resist, and you go securely and surely to the front because this is what uh, uh, people should see us, you know. And this is what we try to uh, to do to be to be the light in the tunnel for others. I hope that. Okay, this looks like a poem, but uh, this is what we tell each other. Sarita, the very, very best of luck there over the next over the next while. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank you, Cathy. Thank you for the good work. Thank you. And that was Sarita Hussain Sabah talking to us from the West Bank. Thanks for listening to Upfront the podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can message us on social media at RTE Upfront or via WhatsApp. Our WhatsApp number is 87 677 And don't forget to tune in to Upfront on Monday evening at 10.35 on RTE1 and on the RTE Player. And I'll talk to you then.